since we talked about summer movies, there were two that have really hit the mark for me that I've really freaking loved. And it's Guardians of the Galaxy 2, because yep. Baby Groot is the best life anyone could ever live. <laughs> and number two, Wonder Woman. Yep. Thank you, Patty Jenkins, for finally making a DC movie that is a movie and is exciting and interesting and emotional and funny and good. Yep. And I will start off by saying I loved them both. Yes. I I have things to say about both of them. Really? That I know you don't agree with. Oh, because I, I think I like each of these more than you like each of these. No. 100%. Okay. 100%. No. Hundo P. Okay, Hundo P. Okay. So, <laughs> so start, teach me, start. educate me, Joanna. Tell me, tell me things. I hands down don't like this Guardians of the Galaxy as much as the first one. Okay, really. I like the first one much better. Okay. Um, I have one question for you, Sean. Yes. What is the second Guardians of the Galaxy? What is the plot of that film? There isn't one, Sean. Joanna, you're just you're just being mean now. Peter Quill, <laughs> Peter Quill is g- trying to find his father. They, they, he's not even trying to find his father. His father finds them, and that was my problem with the film that there wasn't like a proper beginning, middle, problem, climax, solution. I'll give you that, because they they don't have as much agency, because they're not actively seeking a problem to fix or solve. It kind of... I wanted them to. It it comes to them. Because in the first one, they're very, like... There's a lot of forward momentum. I'm gonna... I I hate that you made me aware of this. I got another one. But you're right. Who is the villain in that film? Kurt Russell. What about the gold people? You know, that was a whole thing. What was that about? I'm with you on that. That was a whole thing. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. You just, you really, you just, you hurt my feelings a lot. (laughs) And other than those two major issues, I like the film. I like that other than that it had literally no narrative structure, it was, it was okay. (laughs) Was Baby Groot adorable? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, and then with Wonder Woman, I think I've told you this already. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I can, uh, in our podcast, they can't see your face. I can see your face and you're ready to, <laughs> to attack. I, I loved it so much. It's, it's mostly a critique on mm-hmm. DC films. Okay. I don't like how dark they are. Do you mean thematically dark or visually dark? Visually, aesthetically dark. dark, And they're gray and they're navy. So this must have been this must have been a real punking for you then. Because when we started off on Themyscira, like that was beautiful and bright and vibrant. It was beautiful. And and then we went to London. (laughs) And it was fucking ugly. But didn't we hear Diana say that as well? understand that yeah why can't they fight in the morning i know but it's it's just it's that that's Zack snyder's aesthetic and for some reason they made him the architect of the dc universe and that's a whole he's wrong he he's not a good match for it he doesn't have the taste sophistication quality or instincts to do this 
And we've, and we've had it proved to us twice. So that's why, thank you, Patty Jenkins, for getting us yes. for getting us going again. And I think that you hit the nail right on the head there. Mm-hmm. The film starts, and it's so bright and beautiful, and yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And then the entire, and I and I get that it works thematically in terms mm-hmm. of the film is the light, and then it turns dark. Yeah. And I like that. And literally comparing the two spaces, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I just don't like it. I don't like I don't, it. I don't like the battles when it's dark. Yeah. And I hate to be the person that compares Marvel and DC. Uh-huh. I don't think it's a fair no. comparison, fairly. But think of the Avengers when they fight in New York City and it's the middle of the day. Yeah. And you can see all the action perfectly clear. Yes. Because it's light. Yes. At the end of Wonder Woman, it's dark and... There's fire, and but it's dark. You can't see anything. That is true. Like, they're fighting on that airstrip, like, in the middle of the night. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I I love Gal Gadot. I love her. Okay. She acted a little naive at times. I, I, I thought you were going to say something mean about Chris Pine, and I was like, leave him alone. No, I liked him a lot. <laughs> He's hilarious. <laughs> he was so good. Act- yeah. He was so good. She acted a little naive to me. Like, uh, so a little but, too naive, like for it being the fish out of water. Like it was too much yes. for you at times? Yes. Okay. I think like you, you've done the reading, like you know about humans. Mm-hmm. You should know a little bit about politics. Yeah. And how politics work. Yeah. You know, that shouldn't be surprised. But I think there's also something in having read it and then experiencing it firsthand. Yes. Because seeing, because seeing how bureaucratic that was when she was like, but we know where the problem is. Can't we just go? And then all of those people in that room being like, no. And then this one wasn't originally a complaint that I had, uh-huh. but um, I talked with a friend from work today and we were yeah. talking about it. Uh-huh. And he made the comment that he wanted the um, War of God yeah. to be like big and muscular and just like, Cal Drogo from Game of Thrones, that kind of like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's who he wanted that character to be to be played by, not like an older British man. And I went, oh, okay. And I kind of liked that idea. And see, I I really disagree with that because I think oh. that some of the most dangerous and insidious people in our lives and in our world hide in plain sight. Oh, okay. And that's how I read that because I like the reason I liked it so much is because I thought even like amidst all of the action and the spectacle, it was such a deeply human story. And even though it was a war movie, there was such a pronounced cost to war and it was never lost that in war people die. And there, you know, there's a really, there's a very real human toll, like not only on the soldiers fighting, but on the people in the populations affected. Like, when she goes across no man's land to save that town, hot diggity darn, whoa. whoa. I had tears in my eyes, I'm not gonna lie. Because it's incredible. Like, she's, like, yeah. it's... She's the hero we need. Yep. And I will say, mm-hmm. I think they did, like, her... I, I don't know the, the terminology. Yeah. Apologies. Of, like, her rope, the truth rope. 
and all her other like gadgets oh, and stuff. So they did good. it very well. Because they didn't seem kitschy or hokey or out of place. They, they just seemed like a natural extension of, oh, I need to do this, so I'm gonna use my yes. my truth whip thing. It, yes, and I think it could have been really kitschy and mm-hmm. awful, but it was not. Yeah. So I'll give it that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to tell you about my experience with Megan Levy. So I, I wanna hear this. Because I, I can't so good, Sean. I can't do dogs in peril. I'll instantly be scream sobbing. So I can't do that. But continue. This dog saves lives. Okay. Because he the the dog is a it's like a like in the war, right? He's a he's a bomb sniffer. Yeah. Oh, he sniffs okay. bombs. Yeah. So he goes before anybody else. Yeah. Before anybody else. And he, and this dog, um and like the dog's being retired or what's going on? Like why like what's the crux of the movie? So the crux of the movie is she joins the Marines. Yeah. Um and eventually gets her own dog, a bomb sniffing dog. Yeah. That's not necessarily hers. The way that they kind of preface it in the film is that these dogs are property of the government. Mm-hmm. They're soldiers. Yeah. So her and her dog Rex yeah. go um, and they're sniffing bombs, and a bomb blows up, mm-hmm. blows them up. So she essentially is discharged and yeah. leaves, doesn't re-enlist. Um, Rex, however, is given the A-OK to go back out. Okay. Um, and she then, from that point on, then fights to get him um, yeah. to be adopted, be able to be adopted. Oh, and bring him home. Yeah, yeah. And the reason being is because they're, they're like warriors, right? But yeah. they have all the same like PTSD essentially, right? They've had yeah. the same experiences. So oftentimes they're just put down because they're, you know what I mean? They mm-hmm. can't have a normal pet life. Yeah. Um, and so she essentially has to prove that's like, no, this isn't this mm-hmm. dog. This dog is safe. He's lovely. Let me have him and adopt him. Yeah. Oh, it, Guess what happens, Sean? <laughs> Does she get to adopt him? Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were several points in this film that I yeah. cried, but I really? didn't cry as hard. Pardon? Really? Yes. And you know that that's not a normal thing for me. No, you're not a big crier at the movies. No. Rewind a few years ago. Yeah. Do you remember, Sean, when you and I saw Fault in Their Stars? Oh. <laughs> Sean and I hysterically cried together it was horrible like joanna so we were good. weeping like we weeping. were and we were expecting that that day no because i was no. being so smug and snarky like oh sure i'll go to this movie with you and then we just i i wept i felt so much for those kids the other really good film that i've seen recently uh-huh uh rough night did you like it i haven't seen it yet <laughs> you know sean it's a lot of fun. Okay, good, good. It, there, no, it's a lot of fun. Good, okay. Charlotte's great. I think it's definitely better than Baywatch. Yes. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay. Can I share with you then, since you brought up a female-fronted comedy, can I offer a brief Netflix recommendation to you? Yes. It's called Crashing, and it's a very funny British series from um, a writer named Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and she stars in it. And it's about these people who live in a hospital that's no longer used as a hospital, but they... Uh-huh. Yeah, no, what? 
I have a confession. No, you didn't like it. No. Joanna, no. Why didn't you like it? I don't know. Joanna, did you watch it all? I watched three episodes. So you got through half of it and you hated it. So Joanna and I are divided. I love crashing. Joanna hated it. Okay. Hate. Okay. I just you told me I was like I wanted to laugh out loud. Yeah. And all I did was like this the breathing through my nose. Huh. I watched it. I started I was gonna watch one episode of it just to kind of like lull myself to sleep at one o'clock in the morning. I watched all six episodes and was up until after three in the three AM. Holy shit, you loved it. I loved it, Joanna. Like, I laughed really hard. I felt very moved. I felt connected to, like, all of these weird people. I loved it. Okay. But, Joanna, okay, so then she also has one. I don't know what it would be on in Canada. It's on Amazon Prime here. But the the same lady who... um, So it's it's Lulu. Like, Lulu in the show wrote, wrote yep. it. But then okay. she, she also has another show called Fleabag that's on Amazon Prime here. And it's about yep. a woman who is running, um, like, a small cafe in London. And it's about her, like, weird, like, sexual misadventures and, like, her relationships. But then, like, her cafe, like, is failing. And the person, like, her friend that she opened it with has just died. So, like, even though she's going on, like, these really, like, funny, like, like, frank dates with people, and and she breaks the fourth wall a lot and, like, tells you directly, like, what's gonna happen next, and it's always, like, really intimate and vulgar and funny, but, like, so that's all happening, but then it's also really, it's really earnest, too, because there's some, like, there's some real, like, drama to it. So if you didn't like that, Fleabag could be more your style, but I, I'm in love with her. Phoebe and I don't know each other, but I long to be her friend. I love those relationships when when you have it with film or with a movie where you're like, we don't know each other, but we'd be friends. <laughs> <laughs> we see the world in the same way, except yours is a bit smarter and more articulate. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. No, so that that's my that's my recommendation and I'm I'm glad that you gave me okay. yours. And I'm going to I'm going to sit down and watch Crashing again. Watch one thinking. more episode because they it's okay. the whole thing takes place around like the kitchen table as they're eating dinner and everything's bad like everything's going wrong. So I'll give I'll give it some more episodes and see what so, happens. Weren't you intrigued though by Sam and Fred's relationship too? Yes. Oh, you have nothing. You have nothing to give me back on this one. I'm sorry. It's okay. I feel so bad because I feel like I let you down. No, oh my god, no. I'm going to give it another go and chalk it up to me being in a piss mood when I watched it. Yeah. That was a very British thing to say. Sometimes. That really was, though. Pardon? You were just like, I was in a piss mood. <laughs> you got to say it with a British accent. Yeah. <laughs> it was rubbish. <laughs> it's, it's, I'll throw it in the bin. God, we're terrible. We're terrible. We killed it. No, we have great accents. <laughs> and so from what I understand then, episode five will all be in a British accent. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Or is your or is your father <laughs> our guest like that week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You think because I have like British father, my accent would be better, but mm-hmm. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you guys don't even hear it as an accent anymore. 
No, it's just kind of the way he speaks. Because, like, I'll know? make a comment and be like, oh, you're British father. Like, not like that. Like, I, I'm never referring to Graham <laughs> like that. But I'll be like, oh, that was funny the way he said that. And then you'll be like, oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he really does something like aluminium or... Yeah. Something that's just wrong. Um, we... I watched um, an episode of Black Mirror, full circle to episode one, um, and they, I can't say it properly because I'm not English, but they said that something was riddled with con- controver- they said controversy, but they said it in a weird way. Yeah. Controversy or something. Like, it's not that. Controversy. No, I can't either. Like, but but you you know what I mean. Like they they they, they said it in an unusual way. Yeah. So you're like, huh? Rewind. Um, yeah. I just watched um, the last two of season three, so the ones that are on Netflix, and yep. it the have you seen the one about the soldier who is in a squad that's killing roaches? Yes. That one was so good. Yes. I completely agree. Did you just say are not all of them on Netflix for you? No, they're all here. Oh, okay. But but Never season mind. season three was the one Netflix did, so that's why I said it like that. Oh, I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, that's one show that I I resisted binge watching mm-hmm. because it made me feel a lot of things, and a yeah. lot of them were sad things. Yeah. <laughs> So, I, like, I can't watch this this much of it. Um, ha, do you have you seen? And I haven't. So if you have, keep it keep it hush, keep hush. it close, keep it safe. Have you seen The Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. The gl- <laughs> the glee I, on your face, Joanna. I wish others could see it right now. I love it. Please watch it. Mm-hmm. Binge watch it, and we will talk it. But I, so I've talked with other friends who've watched it, and they're just like, "Sean, you can't binge watch it. It's too dark. Like space it out. It's dark, but you got to know what happens. You got to know. <laughs> <laughs> A few of the episodes end, and you're like, next, tell me. So yeah. what did you? Was it on traditional TV there, or what? How did you watch it? It was. It was on Bravo. Oh, really? Okay. Because it's, yeah. it's on Hulu here. So you have to yeah. get, like, a special separate subscription for it. Worth it. It's worth totally it? Totally worth it. Okay. Okay. I loved it. Oh, okay. So, and you finished it already? Yes. Oh, Joanna, you keep beating me at good TV. <laughs> I didn't waste any time with this one. This one was so good. Oh, okay. It's that good. Okay. I'll renew my... I'll stop being cheap and I'll renew my Hulu. How much is a Hulu? Joanna, I'm being cheap. It's eleven dollars. <laughs> but I but I just I just added um Showtime so that I can watch um Twin oh. Peaks. So for some reason I added Twin Peaks and I was just like, no, I'm not giving anyone else any more of my streaming money. Because <laughs> I still haven't seen that, and then I also haven't seen any of the good fight because that's on another different streaming service. When Sign up. When my mom found out you were watching it, mm-hmm. she was appalled. Yeah. No, I or know. Christine was like, uh, what? I, 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 let, I let your mom down in a real way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's some familiar faces in that show, Sean, mm-hmm. that, I mean, I don't watch it, but I know you dearly love. 
No, and I've heard, like, that it's just really good because they finally got to do what probably would have helped The Good Wife at the end in just doing ten episodes. Because it's hard to do a 22-episode show, you know, and make every episode be relevant and vital and, like, story important. But now that they're just doing ten, they're making them count, apparently, because I haven't seen it. I'm so excited for you to binge watch The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, that's really cool. Sean, it's doing it's doing sexy stuff. It's doing sex in a new way. Yeah. And you know I'm into that. <laughs> I know you're into and that. And it's by Canadian author, Sean. Margaret Atwood, right? Yeah, and it's filmed in Canada. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, and, it's filmed in Canada. And it has... Um, uh, um, Yvonne Strahovski from Chuck. I don't know if you watch Chuck, but I love that show. I love that show. We, um, one of the actresses from Orange is the New Black is in there. Yes, and have you finished... I feel like the, the, we need to have a segment now called Sean Hasn't Seen It, but Joanna watched the whole thing and damn loved it. <laughs> um, have you seen season this season? Did you like it? Yes. No spoilers, yes. you monster. I would never. Okay, thank you. If, if you notice that Sean says no spoilers often, it's because I let a huge spoiler go one time, and I've never been forgiven. I have so, to be I have to be honest with you. So much time has passed, I don't even remember what it was. I'm not going to remind you. Can I'm you, not going to give you that. Can you please, were you just like, Luke's father is Darth Vader? It wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, I can't believe I'm telling you this so you can use it against me. No, it's okay. The boy in striped pajamas. Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, my God, yes, it was. (laughs) (laughs) You told us, like, line for line what happened in that movie. (laughs) Have you actually seen it? No, I still haven't seen it because the setup of this was Joanna had just watched something. She found it very moving. She was really excited about it and wanted to know if we'd seen it. And in her excitement about telling us, she just said the whole thing. Like, literally, like, and then this happened. And the this was the end. <laughs> and then we, like, our, my friend that we were with, we, we just looked at Joanna and we went, Joanna, was that the whole movie? And then it was just a quiet shame that swept the room. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> and you know what I say to that? Huh. I say... There's more to movies than, than just the, ending. the narrative. Yes, there is. There is. So, don't spoil, spoiler shame me. I will never spoiler <laughs> shame you. <laughs> and I promise not to give spoilers. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Orange was really good. Good, okay. But I, the same thing that happened to me last season happened to me this season mm-hmm. where it ends and I was like, damn it. I need more. 30 more episodes, please. So my my problem with Orange and with binge watching is that when something gets released, I feel like I have so much stress and pressure to finish it so that I don't get any spoilers from from just like the internet at large or from, yeah. you know, getting on Twitter and because I follow the actresses, you know, I'll like I'll see a major like plot point or something. Um uh. and so my my strategy for it is like the most counterintuitive thing is just that I just don't watch it for like a month now and I'm just completely removing myself from it and then I'm going to do it at my own pace. And then my strategy is the opposite. <laughs> of Finish it. 
I'll finish it in three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so, it, it, like, it's good enough, like, that obviously I want to do that, but I also just, yeah. I just can't, because then I feel like once I watch an episode, then I want to get online and try and, like, read about it or see what other people thought yeah. or see if there are reviews or anything, and then that inevitably leads to burp 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 that was the Spoiler sound of spoilers. City. Yeah. Population sad. 